Hey everyone, welcome to another Broadway Brains episode and another Mean Girls episode. Like, who doesn't love Mean Girls? So here I talked with Marcus Shane, who is a swing and assistant dance captain for the Mean Girls National Tour. I hope you like it. Thanks so much, guys. Oh, and again, tell me if you love Mean Girls because Mean Girls is one of my favorite shows ever. Hey! Hey! Lucy, what's up? It's going pretty well, I guess. How about oh, you? Going good. I'm just like living it up in Minnesota right now, like having fun. Where are you? I am in Seattle, Washington. Oh, I'm so jealous. Seattle's one of my favorite places. Yeah, I know like Mean Girls, they were supposed to come here for tour and I was supposed to watch, but now it can't happen. Oh, no. You know what? We're going to be coming back there. They already rescheduled it. So we're, we're going to be seeing you at the stage door. Yeah, I like... That's my goal, like, to, yes. like, email everyone and be like, oh, my gosh, I'm coming. I hope to oh, see you at your stage door. Of course. My name is Marcus Shane, and um, I am a performer on the Mean Girls Tour right now. Um, I have been acting in New York City for about, oh, gosh, 12 years now? I think 12 years. It's been a long time. Um, but I am excited. I am the oldest person as a high schooler right now in Mean Girls. So in all of Broadway and all of tour, I'm the oldest one still acting like a high schooler. Um, so I like that. This is, this is our, this is one of our dogs, Xerxes. He's a little, we call him the ugliest, cutest dog ever because he's very, very special looking. And Bindi is over here acting like a snoob. She's being crazy. Uh, so yeah, and I'm just, that's basically it. I'm just like so excited to be here with Broadway Brains. Whoa. Yeah, I saw your dogs, and I was like, oh my gosh, a dog. <laughs> I know, they're, they're crazy. Yeah, so what got you started in the performing arts? So actually, when I was two years old, not two years old, second grade, my mom made me do, um, I had to put a sun, a plate on my face, like one of those cutout plates, and I just sing, you are my sunshine in front of like, the whole entire elementary school. And after that, I just like, was like, I love this. I love applause. I love having fun. I get to have fun with all my friends. And I just kept going. And after that, I um, auditioned for uh, the King and I national tour way, way long ago. Um, that was like when I was in fifth grade. And uh, it was like a national call. And uh, I got it out of like 15 kids in the entire United States. So I was so excited. But um, yeah, that's like really like pushed me into it. Yeah. So what are some of your dream roles? My dream roles? Ooh. Okay, let me think. That's a good question. I never have an answer for this. Um, My dream roles would be definitely Bach and Wicked. Um, I would love to go in for that. my other dream roles, you know what? I don't even know if I have so much um, dream roles as I do dream musicals that I want to be in. And like my favorite musicals that I always have wanted to be in were Legally Blonde and um, The Prom. Like it's, it's so, I'm one of those, I'm one of those, sorry, I'm one of those um, people that love happy musicals. Like I need, like, Happy musicals make me happy when I'm doing them. So it's just something that I've always loved. And I love catchy music. Like I, if you looked at my phone right now, it's all pop music. So that's like, those are my favorite kind of musicals. Yeah. 
Yeah. And then what are some, do you have like any icons that you look up to? Oh no, yes, you're gonna make fun of me. I don't even know if you know who this person is. I'm so old. Um, I love Britney Spears. <laughs> she taught me how to dance actually. Um, and I met her three or four years ago and um, it was right before one of her shows and I geeked out. I was such a nerd. And I was like, I, I like turned the, oh, hi Zerks. I turned the corner and I was just like, Brittany, I love you. And I was like, I, um, and I, actually, this is a fun fact. Um, so for Mamma Mia, when I booked Mamma Mia Broadway, I, they make you do at the end of the dance call an improv section. So you had to do the dance and then you had to do eight counts of improv. Oh, did you just growl at me? Um, at eight counts of improv. So I did Britney Spears's Slave For You dance. Like I just did the boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom, boom. It was like a huge TikTok thing, I think. Um, and I got it. I got the job. And so I told her that when I met her, I was like, I was like, I did your dance to get my Broadway show. And she was like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. And like, it was the coolest. It was the coolest moment of my life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you were saying I might be too young to remember her, but I feel like you'd know who Britney Spears was. Right. <laughs> I, see, Lucy, you're my girl. <laughs> like, I knew you were cool. Yeah, so what do you think was kind of your path or like a, like a shortened version of your path to getting in, getting to where you are today? Wow, um, you know, a shortened path would be I, my mom always wanted to make sure that I was, um, had a college degree. So I could have moved to New York City way earlier than I did, but I I decided to go to the college route, which I think was a great idea because, you know, with COVID happening now and with everything that's like going on in the world, a lot of people now have to rely back on their college education to get like a go into a different job. Um, I personally never wanted to do it. I just wanted to move straight to New York and audition and get in there. Um, but I, th I think the biggest thing for me was I always was a stepping stone. Like I always went up and up and up and I always had a goal in my mind of where I want to go next. Like, so in high school, you know, I, I always dreamed of being like working at PCLO or music theater Wichita. That was like my big dream. And then that happened. And then that dream turns into like, oh, I wish I could move to New York and book like a national tour. And then that happened. And then like from there, you just keep going and going and going. And it's been, I've been very, very blessed. Very, very blessed. Yeah. So what do you think is it like kind of having to take a break into like right in jumping to New York oh. and Oh, sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Um, so what was it like instead of like go right and jumping to New York, but like taking a little break and going to college? Um, it was very, very difficult because I am very OCD and I like going in order. <laughs> so when I went to New York, I was like, you know what? I, I am a big believer in training. I think everyone should do, you know, do something that scares you. If you're not doing something that scares you, you're not doing it right. So like take that ballet class if you're not good at ballet, take that tap class, take, take anything you need to have all the tools in your tool belt to go to New York City. And um, that's what I wanted to go back and do. So I, I did it and I moved back and it was just a great, 
it was, I, I think it helped me a lot. Yeah. So now I wanted to talk about one of your most recent endeavors, Mean Girls. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so for anyone who doesn't know what Mean Girls is, which if you listen to my podcast, you probably do know because I have interviewed <laughs> a ton of Mean Girls people because Mean Girls is amazing. You interviewed Mariah, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, she's the best. Mm-hmm. And so for the people who don't know, what is Mean Girls the Musical? Mean Girls the Musical. So I think a lot of your listeners are probably younger um but mean girls was originally when i was in high school it came out as a movie um and tina fey wrote it um and it, it, to, to this day it's one of my favorite movies in the entire world it's the funniest movie uh, that and bridesmaids are my two favorite movies um i love comedy um and i was just i i sat there when i first watched it in the movie theater and i was like this is the funniest thing i've ever seen like it's basically about these three girls that are very, very popular in high school. I think everyone can relate to that. You know, you see these popular girls. This one girl who moves over from Africa and she doesn't know anybody and then she, but she's really pretty. So she gets into the main clique called the Plastics and um, a lot of trouble ensues. (laughs) It's just, it's very, very, it's a very, very fun show. And if whoever hasn't seen it, you need to see it because it will make you laugh. And the musical is just like, the singing is out of this world. Like everyone on my tour can sing so high. <laughs> I'm like, wow, geez. So yeah, the, we have the best singers on our tour. It's just the most amazing thing ever, especially like Mariah, um, MK, uh, Megan, Jonalyn. They're all just such amazing singers. It's really awesome to see. Oh, Danny, <laughs> Katie. Oh my God, her voice, dead. Dad. (laughs) So tell me, kind of going back a little, tell me how did you book the gig? Oh, that's a great question. (laughs) Um, I, it's actually a funny story. I went in, um, my agent called me and was like, Marcus, you, uh, they want to see you for Mean Girls tomorrow. Uh, And I was like, okay, I've never been in for it. I was like, sure. I was like, I'll go in. I went in and did that day. I was like, okay, I have this new, I have this audition coming up. I'm going to buy new shoes. So I bought these new Converse that I thought I could dance in. I went to the audition and it was the very first round of auditions. Um, it was like, you know, there, they, there might be like four or five callbacks. So this is the first one. There were so many boys there and it was my turn to go. There was about like 40 boys in the room and I got up, I was in the middle and I was doing it with uh, the Broadway dance captain and assistant dance captain and like the creatives. I, I literally went to go do a slide because we were dancing to Whose House Is This? And I slid and my shoe was so slippery, it caught the edge of the floor and I fell in the middle of the dance and I smashed my knee into the ground. And I, had to, I stopped dancing and the other two boys behind me kept going and I, it hurt so bad that like I, I started crying because it hurt so bad. I'm not usually a crybaby, but I was like, oh my gosh. So I like limped to the side and the girl was like, uh, the casting director from Telsey was like, Marcus, she's like, are you okay? And I was like, I'm so sorry. And I called my agent and I was like, I didn't get it. Um, I'm sorry. I fell during the audition. Um, I, I'm go- I, I went to the hospital. Everything was fine, but it just hurt so bad. So the next day they called me back and casting was like, Marcus, 
just to let you know they loved you. They loved your energy. They loved how you presented yourself. They, they saw you could dance really well, and they really want you to come back for another callback. And I was like, all right. I was like, I will do that. So I went back. My knee was all better. Um, I knew what shoes to wear. I didn't wear the same shoes. And um, yeah, and then the rest is history. I went through three, round, three more rounds of callbacks. My final callback was with Tina Fey and Casey Nicola. Um, and I were just Zerks. Hey, hey, hey. Um, and I just ended up loving it. And then they asked me to come back that uh, afternoon. They were like, can you come back also and read for Mr. Duval?" And I was like, Mr. Duval?" I was like, I'm so young. But um, yeah, and Tina Fey was just like, we're just doing this for fun. And I was like, okay. And then I got it. And I'm so happy I did it because it's like one of my favorite shows in the entire world now. Yeah, one note I have is like in school, I don't know if it's just me, but there's like, there's like you have to like hunt for boys who want to go into the school play most of the time but then like as soon as you get into like the professional world like everyone like wants to like act and you're like oh my gosh I didn't know you wanted to act exactly and those are the boys you want to hang out with because they are the nice (laughs) boys and they're like the creative guys and they're like the ones that are just such good-hearted people Mm mm-hmm yeah. So do you remember what material you used to audition? Um, I, oh, yeah. Another great question. Um, so for my final callback, um, they, so with Tina Fey and Casey Nicola, you know, I, and it was the entire creative team. So there was like about 12 people in the room. It was very intimidating. It was the final, final callback. There was 40 boys. We had to dance again for Tina. Uh, they cut it down to 10 final boys. And I was in the 10 final boys. And they line the boys up. They're like, okay, so now what we need you to do is we're going to line you guys up and we're going to have you guys each sing for Casey and Tina. And I was like, okay. And I was last. I was number 10. So and I, I usually like being number one because you can get out of the way and just leave. Um, so I was like, okay. So I sat there and I was listening to the other boys in the other room and they were all singing serious songs. Like they were all singing like slow, like, like, just like very, very serious songs. And I sat there for a second and I w- in my brain, I was like, I think that's wrong. I was like, this is the show Mean Girls. I was like, Mean Girls is a funny show and it's upbeat. I'm going to do something different and I'm going to sing a comedic song or, and, or an upbeat song. And I, it wasn't a comedic song, but I went in and I was like, you know what, Marcus? I was like, I gave myself something in my head and I was just like, you're Elvis Presley and you are going to play the guitar. So I like did that. I walked in, I started, turned around. They're like, great. Uh, what are you going to sing? And I was like, oh, you're nothing without me from City of Angels, which is a, you know, it's a very musical theater golden age song. And I was just like, here we go. I like prayed to the universe. I turned around and I started and I turned around and I was just like, uh-huh. And then I started singing and Casey and Tina started laughing so hard. And I was just, I sang the whole song as Elvis Presley. Like I, 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 I took a leap and I was the only boy that got cast on that day. So I, it was just, it was, it, it was very surreal to me. It was surreal. Yeah, when you said everyone was singing serious song, I was like, I feel like maybe that's not the right song choice. You should be on Broadway because all (laughs) these other boys have done it for years and they all went and sang serious songs. I'm like, you know what, Lucy, you're going to be on Broadway. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so 
After you got cast, how was the process of kind of making the community of the Mean Girls cast? Because it looked like all of you are like such great friends. Oh my gosh. Well, first of all, we are. Um, I So as you probably know, I um, am the assistant dance captain to uh, the dance captain, which means, you know, the dance captain has to keep the show up and running and make sure it looks perfect each time the director and choreographer comes back. So I also, though, am a swing, um, which means I go on for, I'm sure you know this, but just for everyone, like a swing like goes on for anybody that's sick that day or out or can't be there or they're on vacation. Um, So I have to know everything. I have to know every boy track. I have to know every girl track. I have to know where the principals go in case the dance captain's out. And it's a lot. And I've never done Mean Girls before. So like Achelle, who did it on Broadway and is the dance captain, she knows everything. So like she helped me out a lot. But I didn't really get to talk to the cast for the first like two months of the the rehearsal process. I was very um, in the wings, like writing everything down, doing this. But after that, I remember going into the dressing room and, you know, like Will Branner and like all those boys were like, Marcus, you're finally here, man. We've missed you. And it was like a huge party. And the boys dressing room is where it's at. Like we have fun. We throw like all these like parties after the show for the cast. Like it's it's they're the best boys you could ever meet in your entire life. And that with Kabir, who plays Kevin G, like they're my heart. I'm actually going to visit uh, Kabir and Fernell um, in three weeks from now. And we're going to Nashville and we're going to have like just like a fun time together because we haven't seen each other in so long. So what do you think is your favorite part about the cast you have? My favorite part? Oh, that's so easy. My favorite. Well, no, there's 10 million favorite parts, so it's hard. But my favorite part is that we're all so supportive of each other. And you've interviewed so many people from Mean Girls, which I, like you, I also want to say, I, you're going places because like you are a little businesswoman. <laughs> I could never do this at your age. You are just, I was thinking about that this morning. I was like, this girl is an amazing <laughs> girl. Just to let you know. Um, anyway, off topic, but back on topic. My favorite thing is that we're also supportive of each other. And we, you know, every time someone new comes on, you know, if Mariah's out, if Jonalyn's out, if Megan's out, you know, there's two or three understudies ready to go on for them. And um, one of my close friends, English Bernhard, she is the cover for all three of them and, and for Janice. And um, she goes on like that. She had to go on one night. Um, uh, Mariah, like, had to call out right before someone gets hurt because she hurt her leg. And we had to stop the show right before Sexy. So John Lynn was on stage. Karen and she was like she was singing she's like if I could change the world hide me and then like the curtain was coming down and she was like ah! and she like ran off stage and we were like I was in the audience like taking notes I was like what's going on I was like oh my gosh so then we got I got a call from stage management and they're like English needs to run on for Mariah Mariah hurt her leg and so we had to stop the show we had to get English ready and everyone was so supportive and that's my favorite thing about the cast <laughs> Yeah, so now kind of talking about some of your other roles, I wanted to talk about a little bit about you being a swing. So do you know what's the shortest notice you've had to go on? Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness, yes. It's, it, I, um, I was doing King and I, um, the King and I last tour, and 
this, so at the end, I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with the show, but at the end, you know, Anna and the King are on stage and everyone's in the back and they're like bowing because it's like at the end of act one, it's this huge like swell in the music and it's a blackout. And this kid, um, he was like running and it was one of his first days and he ran and he smashed his nose into one of the pillars like as fast as he could. And he, it just started bleeding everywhere. I know that, that was the face <laughs> I made too. And I was backstage just like, cause at that point I was on tour for like a year and a half. So backstage, I think I was like playing banana grams or something. Like I was just like, and the stage manager, she's like, Marcus costume, get in costume. Now you're on, you're on, you're on. And I was like, I was like, what, what, where, what? Oh! And I ran, I got my costume on and I was on for act two. Um, and the other one was, oh, it just happened in um, Kabir, who plays, I'm the Kevin G understudy for the tour. And I got a call from stage management, like right during Fearless. It's like, which is the last song of act one. And she was like, Marcus, Kabir's not feeling well, get in costume for Kevin G. And I was like, okay, got in costume and started off act two with Who's House. And um, the girl playing Gretchen, Megan, she just looked at me and she was just like, after I was on stage, she was like, wow, you look really different. Because I, because Kabir did act one and I was starting act two and the whole audience like blew up laughing. They were like, oh my gosh, because it's a different person. So yeah, it was really fun. Yeah. So what, when you have a little longer notice, like a week or so, what's your process to prepare for going on? Oh my gosh, that's such a good question. You know, every show is very different and Mean Girls is the hardest show I've ever done. It's, it's, you've seen it, I'm sure, so many times. The boys don't do anything in unison. It's, everything is so different and it's, there's a boy over here doing revenge party this way with the things, the boy over there is doing revenge party this way. It's like, no one's doing the same thing. So it took me a good I want to say four and a half months to even be comfortable with going on stage. It's very hard. You have to do a lot of homework. I've been up till four in the morning uh, when the show started every night for like two and a half months just to like get all my homework done. I'm a very like neat person. Like I like lists and stuff. So yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because that's really hard in that case because you have to like, you can't look at someone and be like, wait, what am I I doing? (laughs) Oh my gosh. I know it's scary. And especially like, you know, the last number stars, um, I, you, that's like a very big dance, dance heavy song. And you have to know exactly where you're going. And there was one day, like the second day I was on, I totally blanked out. And I just turned around and John Lynn was standing there and she was like, she's like, stars, so many stars tonight. And I was like, I couldn't make diamonds dull. I am so beautiful. (laughs) Like I just started like, I don't know where I am. Yeah, Um, I could definitely see that happening because... (laughs) The while you were singing it added dimensions because I was like, okay, now I know where I, the song is, and I'm like, oh, okay, right. I feel that. <laughs> it was so. Sometimes it's scary, but it's also very, very rewarding. You know, it's something you can go home at the end of the day and be like, I did that. I I went on for every track, and the audience loved it. And I just, it's it's yeah. very cool. It's very cool. And no one died. No one <laughs> died. As long as no one dies, that's all that matters to me. <laughs> yeah. So now I wanted to talk a little bit about you being the assistant dance captain of Mean Girls. Okay. So what are some of the things that you, what are some of like your duties and roles you have to do as an assistant dance captain? 
So, yeah, it's basically I need to know everything the dance captain knows. And when she's gone, I need to fill their place. So when we were, um, before COVID hit, we were in Fort Lauderdale. And um, we were putting two people into the show, a new male ensemble person and two new female ensemble people. So three people. And um, one thing that you don't hear about dance captains is we work more than 13 hours a day. We get there at like sometimes as early as 12 and don't leave until like 1 a.m. because we have meetings after. It's just like a very, very long process. And um, at the end of the day, it's rewarding and I'm glad I'm doing it, but it's just, it's so, especially if you don't know the show, it's very, very hard, but yeah, just, we need to know everything to put anyone into the show under last minute, like restrictions. Like it's just, it's something that, um, I am very happy I did, but it's very hard. (laughs) Maybe when you guys were still doing eight shows a week, do you think with your assistant dance captain skills, you could have done like a one-man show of Mean Girls? Yes, that's what we do all the time. You're so smart. Oh my gosh, Lucy, geez. Um, Yeah, I sometimes like we have to do that. Like, so if we're in a rehearsal, me and Michelle, if we're putting in one person, like we were putting in this guy named Dan Horn, and he has like three Broadway shows under his belt, or four. He's just such, he's so awesome. And um, we had to be every character for him. So like before we brought in the entire ensemble for his put-in, we had to make sure he knew what he's doing. So I'm running back and forth. Michelle's running back and forth. I know every guy part. She knows every girl part. So like the zebra in the beginning where Katie's like petting the zebra, like I had to be the zebra and then I had to turn to a lion. Then I had to run for It Roars and do like that choreography just so like he knew where to go and spacing was going clear. But it was just, it's very funny you said that because sometimes it feels like a two-person show. Like when we're putting a new person, it's just me. It's the Marcus and Michelle show. <laughs> it's very yeah. funny. I remember like when we would be rehearsing with, if I was with my friends sometimes, like if, imagine. What did you rehearse for? Uh, we were doing the Susical, but imagine oh, we were. I love Susical. <laughs> imagine if we were doing Mean Girls, like what I feel they would do is if they had a blonde wig, if they were playing Mariah or Regina, <laughs> they'd be like, oh my gosh, Katie, yes, you're Regina, so pretty. No, Regina, no, Regina, I hate you. Yes, Regina, I love you. It's also, I think Susical is more crazy. You have so many more crazy, like, outfits, and, like, there's Maisie. There's, like, um, what's her name? Gertrude, my favorite song, Notice Me Horton. Um, oh, I love the talking to a speck, talking to a speck, to a speck it does. Oh, my gosh, I'm having, like, flashbacks right now. I'm sure. I hope good flashbacks. Yeah, we, we were actually, so we performed on a weekend, and the Monday after our school closed, and I think... Yeah, the only reason I think they let us perform is, like, we worked, like, for four months. So they were like, "Right, don't close it on them. Also, yeah, that's four months is such a long time. And you guys, like, you know, that's the thing. Like, this COVID thing stinks for everyone because it's, like, everyone's worked so hard on, like, the things that they're working on. And all of a sudden it was just all shut down. And, you know, everything will eventually get back up. We just, like, need to be hopeful and stay happy and... Hopefully everything will be back. Yeah, and I'm, well, they haven't changed January, and January's coming up, so, like, I fingers know. crossed Broadway's coming back. Please, please, please. <laughs> and fingers yeah. crossed we can see you in Seattle. <laughs> I, I really need to see a show. Definitely, I agree, I agree. Yeah, so what do you think is your favorite part about touring? 
My favorite part about touring OG is everything. I, this is probably social. I love staying in hotels <laughs> um, because you can just be messy and you come back to your room and it's like magically <laughs> like clean again. I'm very, very messy. Um, but I, my favorite thing about touring is you get to see a new place every, you know, couple weeks. And at, this is my third tour. Um, and so I pretty much have been everywhere. And I, that's why I can tell you Seattle is one of my, my favorite places I've ever been. I, I have this like magic attraction to the Space Needle. Like I, I, I just love that area for some reason. And everyone in Seattle is A, so friendly, B, just so accepting of everyone. It's just a great place to be. You have a good energy when you're in Seattle. That's why I love Seattle. Seattle and Portland, I actually love. I love those two cities every time. And they're always back to back because they're right close to each other. Mm-hmm. One thing, like, I love the area around the Space Needle, but some it's a controversy with people. But I I went to the Space Needle, and I honestly did it. I like the area around it, but I honestly, it was just a view, so I was so disappointed. Because right. I, I was like, <laughs> you're paying $70 to just go to, like, a skyscraper. Especially when there's higher ones, you know, in New York mm-hmm. and stuff. But I love it. I just love Seattle. And, like, our rehearsals in Seattle were right by the Space Needle, so I think, like, that's why I loved it so much is because, like, I could just, like, watch the Space Needle and just be like, also, wait, Seattle is where Starbucks started, right? Yeah, Pike Place Market. Yes, Pike Place Market is the bomb. <laughs> I love that place. I literally go there and I'm just like lobster rolls and I just like shove them in my mouth. I'm just like, <laughs> another one, another one. And I don't know if you remember this from you went there, but in Pike Place Market, there's this wall. It's kind of gross, but kind of cool. It's just gum. Gum, Everyone's- yes. <laughs> Everyone's gum, Yes. <laughs> And like I took, a, I think I took a picture. I have it somewhere. I'm gonna have to send it to you. But like I have a picture of me in front of that thing, being like, because I chew gum all the time. Like when I'm on stage, sometimes I'll be like, oh, I have gum in my mouth, and then I have to like swallow it. So it's like that. <laughs> yeah. So one of the questions I was asking, I was about to ask you, but I think you already answered this: is whether you prefer like hotels or Airbnbs. Oh, hotels times five. I. Uh, so a bunch of people on tour, you know, they love to find Airbnbs and I just don't get it. Like I get to the hotel and I just walk into that room and I'm like, air con- free air conditioning, free everything, your own bathroom, like uh, these nice rooms. And I just like lay on the bed and I'm like, ah, like it's just like so nice. And like Airbnbs I've had like, you know, um, you might know Andrew Keenan Bolger mm-hmm. and uh, Maddie Trumbull. So they like Maddie's one of my good friends, and we the three of us were gonna get an Airbnb in Nashville for King and I, and we walked into the Airbnb and it was disgusting. Like there was trash in the trash, there none of the beds were made. There was dust everywhere, and Maddie had to be on the phone for like. I'm going to say like at least 18 hours to even try to get our money back. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, this is why I stay in hotels. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. For me, I think the big part about liking to stay in hotels more is I hate bugs a lot. Yes. Yes. Me too. (laughs) What's your least favorite kind of bug? Spiders? I think mosquitoes. Oh, me too. (laughs) They're, like living in Minnesota, there's it's, and it's turning cold now, so they're mm-hmm. trying to get inside. The other night, I was really sleeping, and once you hear that little like, <laughs> you're like, 
And like you like wake up and then you're like, yeah. you don't go back to sleep. You're like on guard until like you find it and kill it. You're like, where is it? Where is it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My aunt. So she lives in New York, but because it got really bad, she moved here with us for a while. Oh. And she really hates flies. So whenever she sees what she like slap herself just to kill it. <laughs> right. That's what happens. If it lands, you're like, you're like, you're like. Like, and you still don't get it. It, like, flies away, and you're like, oh. <laughs> It's so bad. It's so yeah. bad. I don't get how they're, like, they're, they're not advanced enough that they land on poop, but they're advanced enough that you can't catch them. <laughs> exactly. They land on poop, but they're too fast. Be- like, I, you know what? You, you have all the questions. I have none of the answers. Like, <laughs> that's a good question. Yeah, so kind of going back on topic now. <laughs> All right. Um, what do you think is one piece of advice you'd give to an aspiring actor or actress? Inspire? Um, you know what? My biggest piece of advice, and I'm a big advocate for this, is that different is good. Um, I have spent so many years just wasting time in high school and college, and even when I got to New York City wanting to be taller, wanting to be a better singer, wanting to be more attractive. And, you know, um, it's such a waste. You're the only person in the world that's you. And that's the ace up your sleeve. You need to take all your, you know, perceived imperfections about yourself and use them because they're not imperfections. You're, You're very special the way you are. And somebody that walks in the door might not be as good a singer as you or as good a whatever as you. But in the end, casting is 99% a puzzle. They're just trying to fit people where they want to be. And I, my, my biggest thing is I've always gone bold, huge, like ginormous. Like I walk into a room and I'll, I'll just be like, hi, you know, and everyone has this notion that they, they need to walk in the room and be very like, hi, my name is blah, blah, blah. I am singing blah, blah, blah. My, I am a robot. No, I have, I, you know, I go up, I, I'm myself, and I'm a big and bold and loud person, as you can probably already tell. I didn't always used to be that way, but I, 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 was, I think I used to be shy because I was scared to be judged. Um, and now life's too short to be judged by anyone. So you do you, shake your tail feathers, get in that room, be you, make people laugh, have fun, and you know, just be yourself. Don't, don't be, don't be shy to be somebody different. And I think one thing that people think is so weird, like if an introverted person does musical theater, because like it can happen. Like, Oh, I'm an introvert. <laughs> you, you might think that's crazy. I'm a complete introvert. I, I mean, they call me an introverted extrovert. So like, I, I love hanging out. Like, hanging out with you right now one-on-one mm-hmm. I'm like yeah Lucy I was like this is this is actually so fun to me but you know if you get me into like a big group of people like 50 plus people like you know sometimes at this show you get like I'll, I'll, sh- I'll show up to the show and I'll be like oh my god I'm so sh- nervous for some reason or mm-hmm. like something but like it's just it, it's one of those things where you just have to take it day by day and take care of yourself and mm-hmm. know your limits and boundaries and um you're gonna be fine yeah it's crazy though I get what you're saying like yeah, and some people, like, 
there's kind of how people will say like they're introverted slash extroverted there's like so many layers to that because I think of myself as an extrovert but like as you said if I I'm like in a, fifth, a group of 50 people where I only know one person at first I'll be like super shy but until if people start talking to me I'll be like hey everybody <laughs> like hey girl work like that me too I think we're the same we're we're definitely on twin connection right here <laughs> yeah well Thank you for sharing all of that with me and future listeners. This is actually going to be part of a special week called Mean Girls Week because next week's Mean Girls Day. October 3rd. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and if you want to check out the Instagram, I think I DM'd you from there. It's B-Way Brands. Yes, which I'm so excited about. I, I <laughs> Just uh, one more time to reiterate, I cannot even imagine being your age and making something that special and doing this. And, like, you're just a bold, awesome girl. And I think that you need to just keep going with this because literally, I, I'm not even joking. I literally thought about this morning. I was like, this girl is so awesome. So just keep doing what you're doing. I, like, you're going places. Yeah, and one thing I think is so cool is I get to, like, meet people like you. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh. Whoa, starstruck. No, you know what? I'm starstruck from you. <laughs> just to let you know. I, I was the one nervous. I was like, oh, my God. I mean, Lucy Domingo, like I was the one, like, so just keep doing you. You are awesome. You are awesome. You are awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. If you know any Mean Girls people or any people at all who might I will send them your way. (laughs) Yeah. I even have one great in mind. And Kabir would love to do this. I would love to have him. I, so I'm like, I'm every, because I have like, a list of people who I like I want to contact and be like hey want to be on my podcast and I was like okay I have to find the Mean Girls people so I can like have a fully fledged Mean Girls week thank you so much and hopefully one day if you come to Seattle we'll be able yep. to see Mean Girls yep. and hopefully like eventually we won't have to wear masks and we can like actually touch people Ugh. I know I'm glad we don't have to wear masks on here <laughs> it's great Yeah. Well, you have a really nice afternoon and have the great rest of your day. You too. It was so good to talk to you and meet you. You too. Bye. Bye. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to another episode of Broadway Reigns. I'll catch you next time.